0: I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can subscribe at iTunes for free or check them out at HeidiHarris.com. Next week, I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. for the Federation for American Immigration Reform's annual Hold Their Feet to the Fire event. I'm looking forward to that. That's where about... 40 or 50 talk show hosts from around the country gather together in Washington, D.C., and talk to the policymakers and talk to the folks on the front lines of the immigration battle and try to get some answers to their questions. Among my guests will be Robert Spencer from jihadwatch.org. We're going to talk to some ICE officers. We're going to talk to Diamond and Silk. A lot of great stuff that's coming up live on my radio broadcast in Las Vegas on 670 a.m., 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. weekdays. That will be next week. That'll be the week after Labor Day, okay, the couple of days after Labor Day. So please tune in for that. And weekdays, you can hear my show live, 670 AM, KMZQ, 8 AM to 10 AM. And if you forget everything I just said, check out HeidiHarris.com, where my Twitter, and my Facebook, and all of that are connected. Speaking of Facebook, a couple of things I want to talk about. As of yesterday, Facebook has been sued. There have been two class action lawsuits filed seeking billions of dollars in damages from Facebook for sharing users' private data with device makers. This is a big deal. One of the lawsuits was filed by the lead plaintiff, Velma Rankins of Oakland, California, who claimed that, Facebook created a secret backdoor to share millions of users' private data with more than 60 device makers, including Apple, Samsung, and Amazon, starting in 2007. Now, I'm not going to get into the long-boring details of this lawsuit, but the point is Facebook, first of all, the only thing they ever have to sell is data, right? They have your preferences to sell. That's it. That's the reason it's been free for all these years. Did you really think it was going to be free? But that being said, Facebook shouldn't be selling people's private information to other companies and profiting off that without letting everybody know. So that's an issue. Stay tuned for that because that could potentially cost them a lot of money. The other thing I wanted to talk about is the Media Research Center, which has done a national survey of conservative voters and conservative Facebook users, and they've got some very disturbing results that could drastically affect Facebook. Before we get into that, let's check in with our sponsor, Donna Francavilla. The Heidi Harris podcast is heard by tens of thousands of listeners because she's sassy, funny, and lovable. If you'd like to place your message on the podcast, I'll help you get started. I'm Donna Francavilla, owner of Frankly Speaking Communications. I'll voice your message for you for just $100, recorded, edited, and submitted as a special offering. Let me help you tell your story write to me at donna's nicevoice.com that's donnasnicevoice.com a lot of people use facebook that's not news to anybody the media research center did an actual survey of conservatives who are likely voters and they conducted it just this last week and it showed that 89.5% of conservatives have used facebook at some point that's pretty amazing that's pretty astounding that any particular website, any particular platform could get 89% of the people using it. But here's the interesting thing. Less than half, 47.7%, are both using it and committed to continuing to do so. The Media Research Center found that if conservatives who have used Facebook, 32.3% say they've either left it completely or are considering leaving Facebook due to its censorship of conservative views. Now, there are people who don't use Facebook for obviously political reasons. They don't post politics. They don't want to be divisive. They don't want to be nasty. They don't want to get into fights with their friends and family. And I can understand that. Now, I don't know if I weren't a talk radio host, if I would even bother with Facebook anymore. I got to be honest with you because it's a lot of nastiness. Most of the people on Facebook, they may be colleagues and whatnot, but as far as your real friends, they know how to reach you. Do you really need Facebook to let everybody know? So that's part of it. But here's a really scary thing. Nearly two thirds of conservative likely voters have less trust in Facebook than they did a year ago. It used to be that Facebook was just a tool, it could be used in the right hands. In other words, you could put politics up there, you could put pictures of your grandkids up there, your children, whatever, and you could trust that it would be done correctly, right? Nowadays, it's a totally different thing. People realize that when you post a story, it might be censored. Now, Once again, a lot of people don't use Facebook for political gain. And I've actually lost some Facebook friends as a result. I had a friend of 35 years who I no longer speak to because of Facebook. And the reason was not because I went after him but because he went after me. He continued to send me nasty cartoons and nasty comments about my faith and politics and everything else. And I told him to cut it out and I unfriended him and then he did it again. He said, well, how come you unfriended me? I said, because you're being a jerk. He did it again. We no longer talk and we were friends for 35 years because he, he continued to attack me for my faith and my beliefs. Not me. I never went after him. I don't go after people because I have people of all... Faiths and all races and all political beliefs among my friends. And I don't go after them on Facebook. Now, I have my Facebook show page where I discuss politics and things like that. And like I said, I don't know that I'd even bother with Facebook if it weren't for the Heidi Harris Show radio show. But you know what? You need that now because a lot of people are on Facebook and a lot of folks don't necessarily want to go to your personal website. They can go to heidiharris.com, which is great, but they may not want to go to your personal website. It's easier for them if they're already on Facebook checking the kids' pictures or whatnot, to check your website to find out what's happening on your show today. So that's one of the reasons I continue to use it. But when you've got a platform that you've got that many people who've lost trust in, that's pretty amazing. The Media Research Center found that nearly two-thirds of the people they survey do not trust Facebook to treat all political views equally, and 64.6% believe sites like Facebook are intentionally censoring conservatives and conservative ideas. And it's true. They don't want to hear our point of view. What I've never understood about the folks who disagree with the right is why is it that you just can't stand to even hear a differing point of view? Personally, Every single day, I look at all different websites with all kinds of points of view. I'm interested in what the other side thinks. Now, I may not agree with it. I may not decide after I read it that I agree or it may not change my mind. But the fact is, I still avail myself of the information. But the people on the left, I hate to say it, but and I hate to get all right-wingy on you and talking pointsy, but it's true. A lot of the folks on the left do not want you to hear a differing point of view period. They would like to silence all dissent. That is scary. Now, in fairness, Donald Trump's been the same way. Donald Trump doesn't like news sites that criticize him. And he if it were up to him, he'd probably shut them all down. Well, that's not America, okay? I live in a country, and I want to continue to live in a country where we can hit our politicians with really hard questions, ask them some tough things, and make them accountable to us. Because after all, they are accountable to us. And this is part of what makes America so unique. So, I would not shut down certain websites I don't agree with. Now, I would shut down websites that are anti-Semitic. I would shut down websites, and maybe that's a free speech issue, but I don't think it is. I would shut down websites where you know people put up animal cruelty, you know, videos, things like that. Yes, of course. But bottom line, I wouldn't shut down websites where people disagreed politically. I think you need to listen to the other side. You may not agree with them at the end of the day, but you can at least listen to them. But Facebook has some explaining to do. As Desi Arnais, you said, you have some explaining to do. They have some explaining to do, and a lot of conservatives may leave them. I know a lot of people who've already left Facebook, and those are the people mainly who put you know, political stuff up there, and they want to try to affect change. And speaking of that, I don't know that anybody on Facebook actually has their mind changed by what anybody else puts up there. And I see things that show up in my feed all the time, and it's videos of various cable news channels and whatnot, and I get very frustrated with that because I canceled cable for a reason. I don't want to see a clip of Fox News or CRTV or anything else. I don't want to see those clips. I don't have cable. I don't pay for CRTV. I don't want to see that stuff. And I was complaining about it on Facebook the other day, and my webmaster, the guy who runs my HeidiHarris.com website and has designed it, said to me, well, that's part of the algorithm. Facebook thinks you want to see that stuff. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see somebody telling me what I already know. The thing I don't get about most folks who consume news is that you clearly, some people, clearly want to hear what they already know again and again and again and again. They want to hear a talk show host tell them what they already agree with. And my attitude about it is, okay, got it. That idea sucks or whatever. And you move on with your life. The idea of sitting in front of a television set or on Facebook or anywhere else, YouTube, whatever, hearing somebody tell you again and again and again, what you already know about any particular issue. Wow. The way I look at it, life's too short. There's a whole lot of this world that I don't know about. There's a whole lot I need to learn. And to sit around and listen to somebody tell me what I already know and reinforce my beliefs is ridiculous to me. I don't understand it. But there are people who do it. Fox News makes a lot of money off people who want to sit there and have someone tell them, yeah, the Democrats suck. Yeah, it's all a conspiracy. Yeah, Mueller's attacking Trump for no reason. You know, whatever it may be. Or CNN who tells everybody all day how much Trump sucks, or MSNBC. And I have friends on both sides of the aisle who will sit there in front of the television set and watch people tell them what they already believe all day long. I don't understand it. Life is too short. But it ought to scare the people at Facebook, and I'm sure it does, that not only are they having this class-action lawsuit, a couple of them filed yesterday, but they're also going to have to deal with a lot of people who leave them When tons and tons of people are leaving you because they don't trust you anymore, because they don't think you're just going to be in neutral territory for people to post whatever they want to, as long as it's legal, when they feel like you're going to censor them and somebody's going in and checking all their posts to make sure they're what they agree with at Facebook back there in Silicon Valley, you know what, that's a big problem. Because a lot of people are going to leave and then a lot of people aren't going to join. And Facebook already had problems with a lot of younger folks leaving them because they don't want to be on a website where grandma can check and see what they're doing. I have relatives, nieces and nephews, and things like that. They're 20s and 30s. They don't want to. They they're on Facebook, but they don't post a lot of stuff on there because they know the grandma checks it. Ooh, can you imagine? In your 20s, you wanted your grandma to check everything you do. I don't think so. So Facebook's got a lot of problems. I don't know how long they'll last because you know a lot of people do want to create this facade that their life is perfect and put up pictures of their happy kids and their happy life and everything's perfect and their happy career and all that kind of stuff. And that's what Facebook is based on. People putting out a false image of who they really are. So as long as that part of it is still there, I don't know that everybody is going to leave Facebook. I don't know that there's going to be a mass exodus. But in the meanwhile, it is telling that so many conservatives no longer trust them. And so what that will mean was fewer and fewer people are going to be putting news stories up, especially during the next election cycle, and that will affect Facebook because they're not going to be able to make money off that. So stay tuned. should be interesting, but ultimately the people will speak. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to check out the Heidi Harris Show live weekdays, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. on 670 AM KMZQ. Next week, I'm going to be in Washington, D.C., broadcasting live 8 to 10 a.m. Of course, it'll be East Coast time back there. The Federation for American Immigration Reform is holding their Hold Their Feet to the Fire event. I'm going to be interviewing a lot of really cool people involved in the front lines of the immigration situation. Plus, I'm going to have Robert Spencer from jihadwatch.org great guy, author of multiple books on Islam, Diamond and Silk. You know them. They are the YouTube stars who really were pushing Donald Trump. A lot of folks are going to be joining the show over the next couple of days. That's after Labor Day, live from Washington, D.C. So you don't want to miss it. Check it all out at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. <laughs>